This is the Health to Your Health and Wealth Show. Show me the money on My Talk 1071 with guests from Health Foundation's Birth Center and ClearStub Financial. Let's learn something. And here's your host, Miss Shannon. Good morning, everyone. I am Ms. Shannon. Thank you for joining us here on the Health and Wealth Show on MyTalk1071, also streaming on MyTalk1071.com. Always so excited to have our rotating panel of experts in, our guests that come in and help me uh, help edutain you. That's one of the things I was talking about uh, with our guest today, Carla from ClearStep Financial. Hello. And we were talking about how... Even though we're talking about subject matters that can definitely impact all of the my talkers out there listening, we like to do it in a way that's like entertaining, but also educational. Informational. Yes. 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 Before we get started, too, I just wanted to thank Miss Shannon here for just really focusing on the entertaining parts, oh, too. Oh, thank you so much, And, and the edu- mm-hmm. What's that word you used? Edutainment. 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 Right, right. I think that's her word, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, pr- I make up words all the time, Carla. Um, so, but I, I uh, thank you for that. But it really does give me joy to be able to help people navigate complex scenarios and to help right. them normalize these things and say it's okay to have a team and to find resources that you trust because there are so many things going on in our lives yeah. that we're going I'm not sure what the answer is or you google it and it still doesn't make sense to you even though you, I've had that happen where right. I'm going you know what I should understand what all mm-hmm. of this word soup is that I've read but I still don't really know how that impacts the problem or scenario that I'm trying right. to solve or just achieve. And so being able to go he'll have someone like, you know, you and when Cassandra is from ClearStep mm-hmm. to go now, you know, when you're navigating all of your finances, what do you need to do to have a plan to maximize your financial health? And right. so you at ClearStep do a fantastic job of helping people with yeah, that. Well, thank you so much. And our focus, and that's why we do the radio show, we spend time doing this, we commit to it, Right, uh, is because we truly do want to educate and teach about money and finance. And it, it is so complex. So mm-hmm. you hear so much out there. You can read books, you can uh, go online, you can listen to your neighbor and and they, uh, of course, everyone has their own ideas and recommendations Absolutely. and opinions, Yes, right? But that doesn't always mean that that's where you should be or what you should be doing. And so it's so important to have, I know Cassandra and I do this. We have a number of advisors in Clear Step Financial, mm-hmm. right? We're in a couple different states. We're in Minnesota, but we're also in Wisconsin. We have our licenses. We have our all over, uh, gosh, I'm... I'm sure I'm licensed in over half of the states in the United States, right? Right. Just helping people around the country. And it, but it's so important to, again, just help people and offer a ways to cut through some of this uh, stuff that's so, it's so uncertain. It's so uh, confusing. It's, you don't know if it's the right thing for you to do. And so that's where, why we're here. The other thing that I think it's fantastic that you do, um, and we're going to go through the seven steps to financial independence today and just kind of talk about the process that you help lead people through when they do contact you at mm-hmm. ClearStep Financial. But the other thing that you do so beautifully and what I appreciate is that a lot of us as adults maybe didn't have the proper modeling when we were younger. And it's, you know, our, our parents may have done the best that they could right. with what they were doing mm-hmm. um, and did not intentionally give us a poor background on some of these things. But then you get to this point where you're like, oh, wait, I'm supposed to be a fully functioning adult. Why don't I know this? Right. 
you know, mm-hmm. and it's just go. It, mm-hmm. It's freeing people up from feeling like they've made a mistake if there's something wrong, mm-hmm. or you know, by going. No, no, no. Even if you did have everything right, it's still okay to go. There's somebody that's going to help me right. navigate all of this because it's constantly changing. Right, and so often we feel a lot of people feel, especially women, uh, feel uncomfortable about finance sometimes. Right. And maybe the woman was more uh, responsible for the household, the expenses on a monthly basis, like your food and your, uh, you know, your shelter and that type of thing. And not necessarily in charge. Some women have been. Right. uh, But in charge of the long term savings and the financing, a lot of men take that role over. So in general... Uh, there's a lot of uncertainty and, right. and fear and concern when we talk about money and finance. And it's so interesting to me, too, that when I hear of families, when like when your children are young or when maybe when you were young, if you sat around and talked about these things around the kitchen table or around your household some, right. somewhere, there's a lot more comfort Agreed. Uh, people mm-hmm. just even if you still there's a lot of a confusion around it, at least there's some comfort, not as much fear. But that's, again, where we come in because we help navigate. We help coach. Uh, that's that's, you know, we help hold your hand through all these financial goals. It's through lifetime. Right. You know, we can have one situation this year. Right. Mm-hmm. But then next month it changes. Right. And so things constantly change from an income standpoint, from an expense standpoint, health these are all areas that affect our finances, and so that's what we're about. And, you know, we really want to make sure uh, people call us yes. or email us and let us know that you would like to sit down and just uh, have a free consultation and see if we can help you in any way. I know a number of people have been contacting us, and we, we just want to go through today what we're about, what we do, so that... Um, People just have a general idea of what we do. And a, a, a couple of weeks ago when you were in last and Cassandra was in, I believe it was Isla. Is, is I, who was in with her? Oh, Sardana. Gianna. Gianna was in Little with us. So Gianna. Gianna. So Gianna, your granddaughter, right, um, right. was in. And it was so charming to be able to talk to her because we kind of threw her on the radio so everybody can listen back to the episode in the podcast. <laughs> but you talk about having those conversations with your kids. And right. you, you know, even show, though she's very young, you're still talking to her about a few of those things. You're not bombarding right. her with information that's inappropriate for her age, right. but you're going, it's okay yeah. to talk about money and maybe save. And I just thought it was so uh, real and authentic to go, no, Carla and Cassandra really do practice what they preach, right. but they're also very relatable to what we're all going, well, mm-hmm. what should I talk to my kids about? Right. And what should I tell them if they want to spend all their money? And right. having Gianna talk about how you know her brother wants doesn't like saving and wants to spend up all his money and you guys are like well choices <laughs> and like and it's not all, life is really all about choices exactly right? sometimes if you give kids well you can save this right <laughs> or you can spend this or give them guidelines i right. always give them guidelines that let's say they get birthday money right yes. they get a hundred dollars for their birthday yes but why not set up a guideline right you know half of it you can spend but yes. half of it we're going to save over here mm-hmm. sometimes you really have to teach those kids yes. to save Sometimes it it clicks, yes, and sometimes right. it doesn't. Or sometimes it'll click when they're twenty or thirty years old, and they'll just remember. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. I've been doing this for so long. This right. is why Grandma kept telling right. me I had to do this. And finally, you go, 
Oh, and it, it it just it was just so beautiful to have yeah. her go. Yeah, it's not always fun. Right. And we all hear right. her. We right. hear her. I live right. through that. I'm like, yeah. you're right. It is. I same thing happens to me, Gianna. Sometimes I'm going. I know I should not buy this. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna hold off yeah. until I think about X. And then it usually works out. But right. in the moment, it doesn't feel right. as good sometimes. But the more right. you do it, then eventually you're like. Oh, I get I I can get the same little rush from doing right. well and looking at my savings account and having those things or the peace of mind and just being able to retrain yourself. Don't you feel good when you hold off and you yes. it's that delayed gratification. So our society mm-hmm. has taught us in so many ways to right. have immediate gratification, right? To take, you know, get that right now and we want that right now. And it's kind of interesting too because the baby boomers, again, mm-hmm. people born between 1946 and 1964. Right. Uh, over 70 million baby boomers out there. So baby boomers, and I'm a younger one, uh-huh. uh, but we really have changed the culture. We've changed. We're, we're changing retirement now. Yes. But, um, but baby boomers were known. They had a character Characteristic years ago of spenders. Okay. Okay. Baby boomers, they right. spend a lot. They put money on credit card. They don't mm-hmm. have a lot in savings. Well, as time went on, a lot of that has shifted. Right. And there's there's been quite a bit of baby boomers, especially I would say maybe the last 10 years before retirement, where they'll turn it on and they'll save quite a bit right they'll 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 put that extra money in there so and my mom's around the same age as you and so it's similar you know watching her well now she's different very different from when i was younger and and me going okay well learn from the last decade mom not from (laughs) mom back when you were a teenager because that mom i would be in a mess when i was if i was still doing that stuff no that wouldn't work um because i don't want to feel rushed you know and just going it's okay to wait and even like on a minor level um it's one of those things where we talk about delayed gratification where i'm just like okay maybe i won't buy that today there's so many times now that that's worked out just because it's gone on sale two days later or something and i'm like you know what the universe is trying to help you go you don't have to spend up all your money today um so i really do appreciate that we are giving uh realistic information and then what we're going to go through today is again here's the general pillars that you can go and say Nothing is too small for you to be able to talk to your financial advisor mm-hmm. about. And you right. can go, there's a lot of the reasons why all of these things go under the umbrella of what a qualified fiduciary and financial advisor can discuss with you and go, here's how I can help you get on track across the board. Right. And it's so important to have a plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've always said, even a uh, spender, when you have a plan, it's easier to follow that plan. It's like I always plan my day the night before, right? So right. I've done that for years. I plan my day. I have my day planner, and then I know exactly what I'm doing the next day. Uh, It's the same thing with your financial plan. Have a plan. Right. Plans can change. Be flexible with that, but at least review them uh, every year, every six months. You know, if you're closer to retirement, you review them that much closer. Um, But like you had said, uh, Shannon, too, that we are fiduciaries. Right. And fiduciaries have uh, a responsibility to do the right thing for clients and we've had, there's a certain license that you obtain to be a fiduciary as well. And I know Cassandra and I both have had that for many, many years. So we've been doing this 
for a long time. Right. Well, Carla, we're going to go to our first break. And when we get back, we're going to go through those seven steps to financial independence, that process that all of our people who contact you at ClearStep can go through with you as well. So right. we're going to go into our break now. I also want to remind everybody that this, uh, our disclosure is that secu- securities and advisory services are offered through Harbor Investment, Inc., member FINRA SIPC. We'll be- Welcome back to the Health and Wealth Show here on My Talk 1071, also streaming on MyTalk1071.com. And you can grab the My Talk 1071 app. Listen to us wherever and wherever it is convenient for you. I am Ms. Shannon here with Carla from ClearStep Financial. And uh, Carla, one thing that we didn't mention in the first segment is, that, and I know a lot of people going, oh, you're talking mm-hmm. about my finances. Um, maybe right. I think my finances are really tight. How do I pay for the service when I... You know, I think it's a, a cyclical thing. And so people clearly want to know how do they actually secure a financial advisor mm-hmm. when, or specifically secure ClearStep. Right. And uh, so just let you know, too, uh, people that want to sit down with yes. us can go to clearstepfinancial.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, just say you're from my talk radio and you would like to sit down with Carla, uh, just one of us, Carla or Cassandra. Yes. And then, or you can call. I like to pick up the phone. We were just talking with Ms. Shannon, right? She yes. likes to pick up the phone sometimes yes. too. Mm-hmm. But just to call our number, 651-600-0855. Right. And let us know you'd like to sit down. Now, what we do though, is we have free consultations. So right. we can sit down, uh, we gather information, we talk about some ideas and strategies, and just get a free consult- consultation. By the way, we don't charge annual fees. Right. <clears throat> we don't charge a annual fee to put a book together or anything like that. I know some financial companies do that, right? right. They, they charge for that. Um, we run our system very different. We've run it that way for, I'm, I've been in the industry almost 30 years and we don't charge for our consultation. Right. Um, if we can help you, we have, we're not captive. Right. We can market just about anything out there. And so we get paid by the companies that we represent. Mm-hmm. And we have all our licenses. And again, we're not captive. We, right. Um, there's a broad range of all different vehicles and to help people achieve their financial goals. Uh, people have all different kinds of goals too. Right. And when you get closer to retirement, you and I always say to people, the way you position your finances on the way to retirement is different. Once you are close to retirement, you want to uh, position them to be able to start taking that income. Right. And, that, and that's when income planning. Yes. And you want to make sure you have that income there for your whole life. People are living longer. Right. Remember, the fastest growing population are the centenarians, people reaching age 100. So. Uh, so that's how we get paid. Right. And then we, we offer a three-step financial process, too, where we gather information, we sit down, we just talk, talk, and I, you know, we want to get to know you, want to get right. to know your goals, want to get to know your family. Uh, what are you thinking? Are you going to be working part-time? Are you uh, full-time right now for many years? Or are you, when do you want to retire? So these are all part of the uh, questions that we go through in gathering of the information. Uh, we have a four-page fact finder right. that we uh, talk together about. And again, just, just review and look at things. And so that's our, our process initially. right? And then from there, we, we go and see how we can help you. Maybe there's certain recommendations. You know, I always say to people, you know, so many people are doing the right thing for so many years. They right. really are. So sometimes when we come in, we tweak a little bit here mm-hmm. and there and say, okay, this you've done 
you've done so well, but you may want to look at this, this, so and this. So you can help us fine tune what we're doing. And I right. think it's also great that you do spend time exploring everybody as an individual right. scenario versus going up. Oh, here's what we've got. Here's what we put you into, and everything's the same for everybody. It's like, no, we're all different. We're different puzzles. We're all different. We're all different puzzles, right. And so you help go, here's how we can make your puzzle look more pretty at the end. Right. I love it. Mm-hmm. And it's it's really, it's customized to the individual or to the couple or to the person that we sit down with. Um, and then, of course, we're very educational. Right. I'm of a mindset that... When we teach and educate about money and finance, people have the ability to make good decisions. Right. And then in our guts, you know, our guts is where we uh, when we really feel if that decision is right or not. Mm -hmm. And so often people just need to get a little education. Right. Right. Just learn a little bit about this or that. Learn what a Roth IRA is. Learn what a 401k is. Uh, maybe some life insurance or whatever else out there. Right. It's just the Talk about things. Some of the words we hear, like minimum distributions and this and that, and go, oh, right. here's how it repl- mm-hmm. it, it actually uh, affects you, affects or, me, or you know, or when will you. it do? Right. right. And so that I think makes you know it adds to your peace of mind. Right. Going, I'm armed with the information mm-hmm. to go. Oh, I don't have to feel that shock every time I hear something right. or that worry every time right. I hear right. something. And there, That's fantastic. And there's a lot of, of like I said, with, with money, it's mm-hmm. so interesting. There's a lot of fear and concern um, with money, but yet it's a necessary part of our life. It's a right. foundation. It's a fundamental piece of our life. You know, years ago, people would have services, uh, goods and services that they would share, right? right. They would uh, barter or whatever. Well, and, and to a certain extent, we still do that, but the the exchange of money is very very important and to understand how that all works and right. and then how it relates to your retirement planning and then not only do you want to get to retirement and that could be at any age too right financial independence can be at age 40 it could right. be at age 50 60 70 80 whenever you have a large enough pot of money that you can take an income stream from that you're financially independent right. you're I was just retired. yesterday talking to a girlfriend and she's early 50s like just mm-hmm. ticked into that and said yeah I'm thinking about retiring in the next five years <laughs> and, and I'm like I was shocked because she loves what she does yeah. she's like yeah we're gonna just get a farm and just got yeah. like a hobby farm we're just gonna yeah. they just want to grow their own things yeah. and just like do that and she's like and then if work falls in my lap I'll do it and I'm like Wow, like to be able to do that and have that freeze and be able to make that decision that I don't want to do this full time anymore. I want to do it as I choose to do it. I'm like, I need to figure out how to be her is what I decided. (laughs) I'm like, that sounds glorious. I think that's a common thing with the millennials, too, right? Yes. That they want to change their work environment and how they work and what they do and right. where they work. And, you know, that that is really common, uh, which sounds like a very good thing, right? Yes. We're, mm-hmm. we're changing that whole system there, just like baby boomers are changing retirement. Right. Retirement for baby boomers is different than their parents. Right. And, uh, you know, I call it the third life, but it could be the fourth life or fifth life, right? Fair we're enough. all doing different things in retirement, uh, working maybe, working part-time, maybe leaving your full-time job. Uh, just going places, uh, 
uh, traveling, right. just all different types of ideas out I there. I think that we've gotten, you know, uh, we've we've gone past that seeing all of those memes about you only live once into like, you know, life is short, mm-hmm. maximize it. Mm-hmm. And I kind of get that, that you're mm-hmm. going, I'm not saying I'm, I'm, I'm throwing caution to the wind, but I'm going, mm-hmm. I could be a lot more intentional and have more time to do things as I choose to do them. Right. I think that's actually very freeing. And if you can have that financial independence to make those choices, all the better. All the better. Exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. So again, I just wanted to share if you want to sit down, you want to gather information uh, or talk a little bit about some ideas and strategies, just come to clearstep, clearstepfinancial.com mm-hmm. or call 651-600-0855 and we can sit down and just talk a little bit and share some ideas. Right. Well, we are going to share some additional ideas as they walk through the process. And and real quick before we actually get to those steps in the next segment, when you were uh, sitting down and you're going, OK, I'm going to we're going to these are the tenants of how we walk through the process with our clients at Clear Step Financial. How did you come up with this particular methodology? Good point. So when I first got started in the industry back, uh, like I said, almost 30 years ago, mm-hmm. uh, we started with these steps. I've had these steps for uh, a long time. Wow. And these are just mm-hmm. steps we go through. Uh, we automatically when we sit down with someone, we go through all these steps uh, the first one is increasing cash flow, right? right? We always look for ways to increase cash flow. Either someone has to make more money or they have to decrease spending. Right. Uh, or a combination of both. But we we just, I've always gone through these. Right. And, and you just, so when you were looking through the the broad swatch of mm-hmm. what kind of financial education people needed, you're going, well, these are the places where you, if if all else, you should start with these things. Right, and we can make the most impact and we can help people achieve their financial goals with these steps. All right, so we are going to go walk you through all of these steps when we return. You can also be part of the show. The number is 651-641-1071. We'll be right back with Carla from Clear Step Financial here on the Health and Wealth Show. Welcome back to the Health and Wealth Show here on My Talk 1071. Also streaming on MyTalk1071.com and available in the MyTalk1071 app. Grab that. You can also get some great prizes that we have you register for there as well. So lots of reasons to update your technology with a little bit more my talk in your life. I am Miss Shannon, and I'm very happy to be talking to Carla Zevnik-Seiser, our president from ClearStep Financial. And I appreciate you sharing basically the methodology with ClearStep Mm -hmm. and why it is such a educational but also informative process when people sit down with you. And you've been working with clients for uh, a, a very long time helping them go here are the mm-hmm. steps if you can get these things in line mm-hmm. um it's not a pa- a process that is so mystifying that people go i i give up i can't do it like you go mm-hmm. here are the the ways we're going to help you line up this process mm-hmm. and take care of these things so you have a great foundation that can lead to your independence mm-hmm. and that i think is a very a lot of us like to have lists and bullet points and be able to go okay what what am I working on? And to be right. able to report back to that. And so one of the things we mentioned before we went to break was you were talking about increasing cash flow, uh, right. which when you hear that at first, you're like, well, I can't just make more money. And mm-hmm. you're like, wait, wait, mm-hmm. it's not just that. There are mm-hmm. multiple ways that you can get this mm-hmm. done. Well, it's interesting because when we sit down with people, everyone comes from a different angle or a different background, different experience, different income, different mm-hmm. savings goals. And so sometimes in my mind, when when I sit down with someone, that we some of these are already taken care of, right? So 
I've already checked them off in my mind. Like I'll have someone come to me. They're just about there for retirement. Well, I'm not going to really go through the spending, spending lesson increase. They know their budget, gotcha. right? Mm-hmm. They know their income. They know their numbers. They've been good. They've been good savers. Mm-hmm. And now we're working on some other recommendations and strategies. So everyone is a little bit different. Some people you've got to work on more of the right. budget, but I would say most people they they know and right. and and I'm a firm believer that if you sit down with someone and you put goals in place and you put a plan people will adjust their spending they right. will adjust their decisions some people don't even know how important it is to put money in a Roth IRA let's say right, right. because of the tax benefits later on when you pull money out you don't have to pay taxes or how much should they put away so when we show the numbers mm-hmm. people they they it's almost like they start that commitment process right they, they no one's ever told them that before no one's ever shared the numbers with them um, i know we have a lot of tools out there a lot of 401k companies too they have a lot of tools and so forth but a lot of people don't know how to navigate through that right and it's right. very confusing and uh it might show on their 401k login right that mm-hmm. they have to save this amount of money but they still don't really fully understand how that all pertains so we take that confusion away and just really help people to uh, just understand what right. a plan is. So how do you set goals? What what would be a recommendation? And uh, go from there. And I think that that also works in well with the next step that you do where you're helping them manage their debt going, okay, well, if this is what you're doing mm-hmm. with your cash flow, this is how it affects your debt or making those decisions on when I should be saving to a certain level and when I should be paying off different debt and right. helping them figure out what to do on that front. Right. And it depends, too, if they're close to retirement or mm-hmm. if they're on their way or they're in retirement. You know, I, I like to no matter where a person's at, though, it's good to get that debt paid off. To right. Debt free. There's a higher spiritual uh, feeling that you have. Uh, whether you're faith-based or not, doesn't right. matter. It's there when you are totally debt-free. Right. So that feeling of being debt-free is uh, very uh, peaceful. Yes. Uh, feels secure. And so I really encourage people to get to that point. Just even little things where you go, wait, if my phone rings, it's not going to be somebody going, you need to send me money. Or when you open <laughs> right. your mail, you're not like, on, on a, oh, this might what be terrible. What did I miss? Exactly. <laughs> it's just nice to kind of go, ah. It's all take that part is all handled. Mm-hmm. And especially once you start looking at debt, I know sometimes it can just feel overwhelming, like there's no way you're going to be mm-hmm. able to take care of it. So having somebody go, no, here's how you can just right. put this extra there, right. pay this mm-hmm. off first. Mm-hmm. And sometimes just making decisions on what you should pay mm-hmm. off first. Or just a plan, right? Yeah. A plan in place to, and sometimes you have to refinance. To, uh, now is a good time to refinance if if you do have mortgage debt out there. Right. That's higher than, well, it depends, 3 4%. I've uh, talked to people that have, and it might be a good time to look at that while rates are still low mm-hmm. and uh, consolidate or restructure or maybe pay it off in 10, 15 years and and just really have a goal. Right. Uh, a goal in the present tense, right? Yes. I am debt free. Yes. <laughs> Write exactly. it all over your mirrors and doors mm-hmm. and windows. Right. Make it your screensaver or your screensaver. Like, or like kind of thing so that it pops up on your phone all the time. I think that that's very, very uh, a good way to remind yourself mm-hmm. of what your goals are. Mm-hmm. And talking about goals, and we talk about that when we start talking about savings, we get to the mm-hmm. first goal of the type of savings we have, and that's that short-term savings. So when I'm going, okay, I've created this savings bucket and it's the short-term one, what kind of things am I putting in what am I planning on paying out of that 
particular yep, that's bucket. A, that's a good. That's a good point. So a short term savings mm-hmm. could be anything. I. I Break them down into two different categories. Usually, uh, one category is is money that you may need within the next year. Okay, six months to a year. That traditionally is in a savings account. Okay, right. You want three six months of income set aside just in case. And uh, there's online savings accounts too. People can use, uh, but usually just some money set aside in the savings. But not too much because that dollar is dropping its value, right? Right. So when you have too much in a savings, then you're not making money on your money. You're actually losing. Look at inflation. Last month, I believe it was six or seven percent just in one month. Was that my best option still? When we you mentioned that having that six to uh, six to nine months of of expenses, is that my best option to put it there? Because it might be something that I have to get. On a, some you never know since that's my never know bucket. Yeah, good point. Mm-hmm. So there are ways to invest in the second category and and overlap in the first. Right, okay. the first is that you want conservative money just in case you need it. Yes. The second category though is where it's still liquid, it's still available, mm-hmm. but it might be more in a moderate account. Okay, we call it a moderate account that has the ability to still earn and outpace inflation but minimize, preserve more. You don't want a lot of volatility in that, uh, in your savings accounts, right? right? Mm -hmm. But some savings are really short-term savings. Right. And then the other saving is more of a middle of the road, like maybe six months to a couple of years. You want to buy a new house. You want to buy a new car. Okay. You want, maybe just want savings in a bucket for retirement. I know I have a couple um, actually, a few clients that just they want to retire early. Mm-hmm. They don't want to wait till 60 or 65. So they have a bucket in that midterm that is there for them when they have that built up enough that they can take money out and be financially is independent. Is that my vacation fund as well, Could Carla? be a vacation, okay. yeah. Yeah, you could um, use it as a vacation fund. That, that second bucket there mm-hmm. can be used for lots of different things. And you have to just earmark in your mind what it's all used for right. so that you don't spend it on something and then you don't have it for something else. <laughs> gotcha. I feel like I have buckets and I, but I don't have an intention with them. So I need to, <laughs> next time I talk to Cassandra, I need to go, Write what down. should I call this bucket? <laughs> right. What am I putting in here right. other than I just right. put stuff in it? Yeah. So yeah. I, I get yeah. that because yeah. it's, hard, it's hard to manifest right. if you right. don't have a clear <laughs> intention. Right. I That's understand right. that That's and right. I applaud you for reminding me to do that. Yeah. So the other thing uh, that I did because of you guys uh, was start working on my insurance and make sure that I got right. life insurance and get all of my insurance things in a row and talk to somebody and get them all lined up because you are the best evangelist for life insurance. Yeah, it was amazing. We are, aren't we? We are. Because we've seen uh, death claims, right. unfor- unfortunately, and mm-hmm. we've seen them with uh, younger people, too. People right. that maybe have children, uh, married, or maybe are just single, but yet are responsible for other people's uh, income. Right. Like maybe mom or dad. Right. Uh, there's a lot of different cultures that uh, take care of their parents and so forth, or their parents take care of them. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of reasons to have some type of life insurance. It could be term. Term right. is a great option. Uh, it's cheap insurance, and you can get it up to 30 years. It's a great option. Some people like the permanent which I'm a fan of permanent because okay. once you have it, we can we actually price it very low. And once you have it, you have it for the rest of your life. You don't have to prove insurability down the road when your term ends. You right, can, you can keep that uh, keep that going. Plus, adding on to this discussion, 
uh, people are considering long-term care, right? right. You've got a, a piece of retirement there that is is on the expensive side, so mm-hmm. people don't really look at it too often. Right. But there's ways uh, with life insurance that you can add your long-term care piece, and now it's more of a hybrid. So there's options, and that's what we want to sit down and talk about, too, to see if any of those would make sense. Right, and I do have some friends whose parents are now moving into that stage of their yeah, journey, right. and it is a very complex situation, and a very, you're, you're right, a very expensive yeah. scenario. You know, if you need some additional yeah, care, right? you know, for dementia care, it, it, all of these things, yeah. any sort of health conditions, yeah. it's very difficult. It is, it is, and that has to come out of pocket, right, mm-hmm. for the most part, unless you, your assets are spent down. So it's a it's a tricky conversation. There are vehicles out there that we work with to help people prepare for that, to set them up for that, so that you're not, you know, we don't want to lean, I don't want, this is me, right? Right. I don't want to lean on my kids mm-hmm. to take care of me. Right. I don't want my kids to take care of me. No, I, I don't think that that's their role. That's that's me. Now, now on the other hand, I do help. I've helped my dad until yes. he passed away. <laughs> so, right. So I help my parents. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm helping my mom right now, too. But I, I just don't want my kids. So right. I've set up my own plan in place to be able to help cover expenses and if how I that's going to work did have to go into a long-term care facility and right? i think that it's good to kind of talk through some of these things so that you can look at it from a position of positivity versus a position of i have to correct like you know because some things just feel you know and especially some of the things we're going to talk about later where we just go well i don't want to start talking about what i'm going to do when i die and it seems so dire when instead you're going no what we're doing is having these conversations so i can live my life and enjoy this because i know that this is handled you are absolutely right death is not a fun conversation and uh but it's so important to talk about it with our children not Mm -hmm. all the time no kids kids don't want to hear about it all the time but just to bring it up in conversation and say when i die this this and this right these are my wishes and or write them down write them down on a sheet of paper uh you know and wills and trusts and all of that too and we're We're, all having those or all could be having those conversations because i you know my mom's been mentioning some things and my baby sister she's the one she's like oh i don't want to talk about her when she we're like (laughs) stop i'm like she's just she she's not trying to sit around and go oh i'm gonna die tomorrow she but i can understand why she's going i made some plants and here's my things and and i'm like my my middle sister and i are both like go ahead yes we will have this conversation you're right and and it actually made it feel better because we hadn't talked about my mom's house like she was sure that we all were just gonna dump her house and my Mm -hmm. middle sister told her like why did you think no this is we're gonna keep the house Mm -hmm. the cow stays in the family and it made her feel better because she was thinking that Mm -hmm. we had a certain thing and you know Mm -hmm. a process in mind and Mm -hmm. none of us were thinking that at all so well then this is i'm I'm gonna add this on Mm -hmm. right to what you just said miss shannon Mm -hmm. is that it is so important to reevaluate your beneficiaries. Right, right. Because if so often baby boomers, right, they they're they're with their maybe they're with their spouse. Right. But maybe one spouse passes away or a divorce, and then you have another spouse there or a live-in person. A lot of times those beneficiaries can be just convoluted right. and not directed toward the family that you want it to be directed to. So it's so important to evaluate that 
Uh, some of that you can direct with a will, some of it a trust, some of okay. the direct beneficiary like your IRAs and Roths. Mm-hmm. You can write down your direct beneficiaries. But it's so important to review that and make sure, don't get caught in a situation. I've seen this happen. I've heard stories of right. people that come to me and say, my father unintentionally disinherited us kids. Right. Money went this way and it was supposed to go that way. So these conversations are so important to have with your mom and dad, mm-hmm. um, with your children. Uh, not, I mean, just continually have them and keep the discussions open. And it'll, it'll really help in the long run to communicate, to trust each other, to do the right thing and it's so hard when the right thing is not done and right. then there's those hurt feelings forever based. Welcome back to the Health and Wealth Show here on My Talk 1071 and streaming on MyTalk1071.com. I'm Ms. Shadden here with Carla Zevnik Seifser from Clear Step Financial. We'll remind you how to get a contact with them again at the end of the show, but off the top of my head, just want to let you know ClearStepFinancial.com. Start with that or give them a call at 651 600 0855. And Carla, we've been going through um, the basically the pillars that you walk through people right. when they're uh, doing their consultation. Mm-hmm. And starting to work with you, um, and you know, I tease you, and I just want to go back to this real quick before we move on to the next one. I tease you about uh, insurance, mm-hmm. um, but mm-hmm. I genuinely do mm-hmm. um, really appreciate, and I'm so happy that I got it done yes, um, after good. that. Like it was one of those things that popped mm-hmm. up in my mind for like a year. I'm like, mm-hmm. they've been telling you for a year. The gift of exactly, love, right? right? Life insurance. And so the I tease you, but love. it was so freeing once mm-hmm. I just got it mm-hmm. done. And mm-hmm. I'm like, maybe this isn't the ultimate policy, and I might have to upgrade, yeah. and I'll change something later but i have it done and i have that peace of mind that at least at minimum it won't come out of the money i've been putting away from my uh for my son on top of everything else because the other way that you mentioned one time is well if you passed away right away Mm -hmm. are you going to be able to save as much as you'll get from that death benefit Mm -hmm. and i was like oh okay so even just saying it that way right so i'm going I'm uh, at least I have this part done mm-hmm. if I don't have time to mm-hmm. get to the goal that I would like to make for mm-hmm. little man. Well, some mm-hmm. you know, and that's why a lot of people use term term insurance, right? right? 30 years. You have time to save mm-hmm. and then hopefully in 30 years you don't need life insurance anymore. But nowadays again, uh with these hybrids with the long-term care and so forth, these permanent policies are are some very they can be very valuable and help people with that retirement years and the long-term care needs and so forth. Right. So, Life insurance is changing its um, its focus. You know, right. you, you have it certain in certain areas or certain types of life insurance when you're younger, but then as you get closer to retirement, there's other life insurance that may be of value to you. So it's a gift of love. Mm-hmm. There is I've never had anyone say, "Oh, why did I get this life insurance <laughs> from someone who passed away?" Mm-hmm. Instead, they. No matter what, it's a direct beneficiary. It's tax free okay. to the beneficiary. Okay, isn't that cool? That, uh-huh. So if you have it to your children, well, that's a beneficiary discussion. Usually, it should go to another adult for the benefit of the kids. But um, it's all tax free, income tax free, um, and so it's very valuable for families to have that extra money there in case there's a premature death, right? Or even in retirement. Uh, the spouse or uh, family members would be a value to have that life insurance benefit. Absolutely. It just really helps uh, put 
help them feel more secure and confident and know that money is there. Right. And so we talked a bit about like you had already used the word uh, inflation and stuff, which really does lead into some of our next subject matter when we're talking about long term savings and Mm -hmm. why all of the uh, different pieces you have put together to maximize that long term savings bucket. Mm -hmm. So a couple of things, long term savings, right? We talked about three different buckets of money. You have your short term which is your immediate money. Then you have your middle of the road that you yeah. can really build up nicely. Right. That that could be there for a lot of different uh, goals that you may have in your life. Right. But that bucket you want to outpace inflation, right? right. We have to outpace inflation. Otherwise, in a year, we're going to be losing the value of that money in there if if we don't outpace inflation. Infl- inflation is here. It's, it's uh, with all the printing of the money. Right. Right. So the value of the dollar is going down. And the cost of things are going up. Exactly. And so it's important to make sure we earn money on our money. Right. And I always say some people have too much money in that short-term bucket. So to move it over mm-hmm. to that second bucket is uh, could be a good thing. So, reti- okay, retirement planning, long-term money, creating creating a savings, right, right. to build up money, outpace inflation, uh, a lot of this money is either pre-tax, right, 401ks, IRAs, or after-tax, right. which is Roth. And a lot of 401ks offer the Roth option as well. Uh, the One of the most critical aspects, though, of long-term savings is to earn, right, to, to have growth in that portfolio. Right. But also pre Get some preservation. Get some protection in there. Okay. Preserve it against the major drawdowns. Okay. In there, these drawdowns, uh, we, we there's three different types of drawdowns. You have corrections. Yes. In the markets that come out of nowhere, really, a negative ten to negative twenty percent. So that's more like a dip. That's like a there'll be a dip. dip. You're okay. Good explanation of okay. dip in the market. Usually within one year, we're back to even again. Okay. Then we have something called recession. Mm-hmm. Uh, we actually, a year ago in February, March of last year, when COVID hit and right. oil hit, the two, we call them black swan black events. Black swan events. I they love that I know what that means now. Nowhere. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they draw down that market, right? They, we can't predict that. You can't say, okay, we're going to have a black swan event. It just right. comes out of nowhere. But they're here to stay. We will continue to have them throughout your whole accumulation phase of your life and your distribution when you retire. So these affect people. And so it's so important. We work with strategies that really have the ability on a daily basis to monitor those accounts. Right. So when these black swan events hit, like they did back in February and March of last year, uh, that a lot of our strategies started to go to bonds and cash when it picked up that volatility in February, it was the coolest thing to watch that. Right. Um, I can't tell you what, uh, it's, it gives people a peace of mind, security, knowing that their monies are being watched on a daily basis. Right. Uh, not just left to chance, mm-hmm. not just left to go through the ups and downs of the market. Right. So that's part of what long-term savings is about, to put yourself in the right type of vehicles, uh, maybe sit down with us and gather some additional information. There's some unique, I call them hybrid, unique hybrid strategies out there to be able to grow assets, but also help preserve and protect them as well. Right. And preserving them as you move forward, like not only for yourself, but for your family, like when you're doing your estate planning and how great will it be? How great is it to be able to have those conversations going? I am planning for the next generation. And even if it's, it's, 
not maybe you don't have kids, but you do have things in your life and people in your life who are important to you. So maybe you want to support a charity. Maybe you want to support um, a, a friend or some or a loved one that isn't children. Right. There's lots of ways for you to or go. just get retired or get retired. <laughs> right. Exactly. You know, but there's Early. lots of ways for you to be able to say, no, I can think about this moving forward and right. make plans. Right. And just to be able to go, I have an estate that right. I have to plan. Right. I love being able to say that. <laughs> it may not be a giant estate, but it's the state. Mm-hmm. Well, and if you have someone at the helm daily watching it, uh, maneuvering through the markets of the ups and downs, how good do we feel? We can sleep right. at night. We feel good. We feel safe. We feel secure. We know that our money's in good hands. And that's uh, what I like about what we do here. I That's probably... One of the biggest joys I have that and right and a gift of love with life insurance. With the life insurance, right? I I will always remember that you said that, and I quote you quite often whenever somebody asks me some questions. Yeah. And I think that we did, um, you know. And people should not be surprised. And I'm going to say this now: really, take some time if you have some questions. Contact all of our friends over yeah. at ClearStep Financial. Go to the website, clearstepfinancial.com. Pick up your phone. You know, this Pick will help phone, you sleep yeah. at night. Pick up the phone. Yeah. Call Carla and Cassandra yeah. at 651-600-0855. Mm-hmm. It will really help you if you're going, I've been trying to figure this out for myself. Mm-hmm. Do what you're good at. Right. Go spend time with your family. Do all these things and go ahead and get some resources that can help right. you make these decisions. Right. We want to sleep at night, right? right. Don't don't uh, especially us ladies. We yes. want to feel secure. We want to sleep at night. We want to we want to know that we're going to be okay. All right. And we are going to be okay. 